You're listening to the Greeks Gridiron live with Ethan Haristadulu. Good morning, everybody, and welcome back to the Greeks Gridiron. I am Ethan Haristadulu. It is Thursday, October 14th, 2021. Back again. With another start to the week, Thursday night football action. We are kicking off week six. We are now a quarter of the way through the season. We have some teams starting to stand out. We have some teams that are really underperforming, teams that are just sitting, you know, battling for their first win, but just can't seem to get one notched in that first, uh, in that win column there. And I'm talking about the Detroit Lions, if you don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, We have had a lot of interesting action throughout this year so far. The primetime games, though, specifically, they have just been absolutely outstanding. I've loved what I've been seeing from them just this past Monday was a great game. Almost every single, it feels like, Monday night game has gone down to some absolute crazy finish, and I've been eating it up. The Thursday games have not not really disappointed either. Maybe not as strong as some of those Monday night and Sunday night games, but they have been really good. Bengals Jaguars specifically is one that I can pull that comes right to mind when I think of these Thursday night games. And I'm hoping that this one does not disappoint tonight. We got the Bucks facing the Eagles in Philadelphia. Rabid fan base, one that is not one to be scoffed at. I think the Philadelphia Eagles and just Philly fans in general are some of the rowdiest in the country. So we have a good game, a good atmosphere, a team that has been dominating at 4-1. and one. The Philadelphia Eagles, who have pulled out some pretty big wins, a couple of wins at that, but then have also taken some tough losses as well, trying to find their footing here. With Jalen Hurts getting his first full start of a season as the starting quarterback for the Eagles. Now, basically what I have for you guys today, I have some key points to watch that we'll kind of go over and discuss. Just some things I picked out that I like matchup-wise, you know, defenses, offenses, scoring players, things like that. Just kind of some stuff that I have of interest for the game that I think you guys should keep an eye on as well. We'll go over injuries, then we'll start with, then we'll go over like bold predictions, things like that. A couple of things I think I have or that I plan to see have happen, and then ultimately my game prediction at the end end. So if you have not already, make sure you click that like button. Comment down below. Let me know what you're excited for. What do you expect? What are your bold predictions? Who do you think is going to win this game? And then be sure to subscribe to the channel if you have not already to catch all the content. Now, Let's talk about this. So key points to watch. I have four specifically that really kind of popped out to me when I was doing my research for this game. And the first one that came up, and I think that this will be kind of a mismatch that favors the Buccaneers and will really bring up a big question for the Eagles, is the points forced by each team per game. The Buccaneers are sitting at third in the league with 33.4 points per game, while the Eagles are only sitting at 23 points per game, and that ranks at 16th. They're right in the middle of the pack. So the big question that pulls that comes to mind, I guess, that I pull from this is, can the Eagles keep up with the Buccaneers offensively if things start to get out of hand? Now, obviously, a lot of defensive backs have been getting hurt over in Tampa Bay. They will have a few players playing tonight. Uh, Jamel Dean is one that comes to mind. He will be playing tonight. Uh, there have been, you know, just a handful of injuries in the secondary. Antoine Winfield Jr. is out. We'll get into the injuries of players that are going to be missing tonight as well, but that is one that comes to mind. So, There are some issues in the secondary, but when you really look at it, I mean, the Buccaneers just feel like they have been scoring at will, and their best example of that is the most recent example from last week against the Dolphins, dropping a fat 45 points 
on Miami. It just, it, you know, it, it looked like a bunch of amateurs going up against an elite team of stars when you watch that game. It just, things were not going in Miami's favor in the slightest. The fact they even got 17 points on the board was a miracle the way that game was going. But the Buccaneers, man, it just seems like, you know, you have three number one wide receivers. You have a number one tight end in Gronk who's actually going to miss the game, but when healthy is there. You have a couple of other tight ends that are, you know, Cameron Bray, OJ, How- um, OJ Howard, you know, they are good number two tight ends, not anything that you can certainly forget about. The running game, Leonard Fournette has been looking really good, and then obviously Ronald Jones is also there as well. There is just so much potential to, with scoring on this team. Any one of those guys is somebody that's a threat to score on just about any play. I don't know if Philadelphia has the firepower, and I'm very curious if they do in case, you know, all defenses fail and we see something, you know, similar to like what was going on with the Browns and Chargers last week. Can the Eagles match that as that as that starts to unfold? I just don't know. The second thing that comes to mind and what might mitigate this issue that I just brought up is the Bucks air attack going up against the Eagles secondary. You want to talk about a no-fly zone? Philadelphia has really impressed. Now, when you look at the numbers here, Bucks are averaging almost 350 yards through the air a game. Brady has been on a tear so far this season. It's first in the league. Nobody has really given them too much of an issue when it comes to passing. However, on the flip side of things, the Eagles have not even allowed 200 yards per game. They're sitting at 194.8, so just under 195, which is actually third in the league in yards allowed through the air. Now, you think, okay, well, there's five teams. Who have they gone against? Like, kind of what's the numbers when you look at it? Surprisingly enough, the Eagles, you know, they've had some pretty stiff competition through the air. Uh, They held Dallas, who is ranked 11th in yards per game through the air at just 220 yards, and the Chiefs, who rank 5th at 271. So they held them to under 300 yards passing, notably the Dallas Cowboys under 250. Now, when you look at the other teams they played, Atlanta, San Francisco, Carolina, they're all ranked like middle of the pack, uh, 18th being the lowest, 13th being the highest out of those three teams to anywhere around 189 yards or less. Uh, I believe the lowest number was like 129, if I'm not mistaken. I don't have all three of them written down here. But the Eagles have showed that they can play some pretty physical football when it comes to the ball going through the air, really sticky coverage. Uh, you know, uh, this is a, a little bit of a surprise. You know, so you got somebody like Darius Slay over there who I think has been a a little bit underrated throughout his career and someone that can really lock up some of the better receivers in the league and do it pretty efficiently. You know, this could really end up being not as high of a scoring affair for the Buccaneers as some people might be pegging this game. Um, I do expect the Buccaneers to have success against this defense overall, but when you look at how this matches up, it's not like the Eagles were just getting completely laid out by the better passing teams they played. They held them both to under 300 yards respectively, which is good. Uh, And then on top of that, when they went against the lesser teams, they were holding them to even lower numbers. So I'm very curious to see if they're able to do this with arguably the best passing attack that is in the league right now. I mean, you'd probably argue it's either Tampa Bay or Buffalo at this point, one of those two teams. But can they manage? I don't know. One of the biggest things they need to watch out for, and this is my third key point, is the penalties. Both of these teams offensively, the worst when it comes to offensive penalties. The Buccaneers have 40 so far this season. The Eagles have 49. Bucks are at second. Eagles are at first. The difference between these two, though, defensively Buccaneers are at 29th uh, they have 29 on the season ranked at 25th while the Eagles have 36 committed on defense ranked for fifth so offensively both teams 
can get a little sloppy, a little undisciplined, which is a little bit weird considering it's a Brady-led offense. And knowing Brady, he's kind of a guy that expects, you know, perfection from his team despite who's playing around him. We've seen the fiery player that he can be. However, on the defensive side of the football, the Eagles cannot be giving Tom Brady free yards. That's just not – this offense already puts up enough yards on their own. They cannot be doing that on defense and allowing Brady to throw for 300 and then gift him another 100 yards on top of that. You just cannot be having things like that happen. So ultimately – both teams are tops in penalties for the offensive side of the football. Could could even things out maybe a little bit. You know that's something that the Eagles have going for them. However, can the Eagles play disciplined football on defense? Because it it seems like Tampa Bay is able to if they keep you know if they, if they hunker down and really keep their focus, they're able to play some pretty solid defense and not commit any real issues and force you know some free yardage down the field things like that. Are the Eagles able to do the same? That is another big question mark that I have for the Eagles here. And I feel like this game, as I'm prepping for it, Eagles are the home team, but they are the underdogs going in this game. And it really boils down to, can the Eagles play an absolute perfect game against this Buccaneers team to pull out a win? Because it's going to take a a Herculean effort to be able to get this done and pull out a win. And then my last key point, and this this is for the Eagles, and I don't think it's really a surprise. It's a pretty straightforward point, but it is one that I'm going to stress here. And I think anyone else who has followed Brady's career will agree with me. You have to blitz Brady. The blueprint for disrupting Brady on offense is sending the blitz, getting pressure on him, hurrying up his throws and making him feel uncomfortable. For as great as Brady has been throughout his entire career, he can get the ball out as quick as anybody else. But whenever you've seen him struggle and whenever you've seen him have a hard time in his career, it's because he was playing against a team that was able to get after him, make him have to move around in the pocket, make him feel uncomfortable, and force errant throws. That's the only way you can beat Brady. And the reason I'm stressing this right now is because when you pull up the numbers here, the Eagles are ranked 32 in the league in sending the blitz after the quarterback. They have only blitzed 22 times, which is 12.12% of the plays against the pass that they've gone up against. When you put that into perspective, that is not the recipe for success if you're going to be going after Brady. You need to get after him. On top of that, the reason I continue to stress this so much is because they only have 46 QB pressures. They're ranked 23rd in the league. That's through their five games they played. Again, not really the recipe for success in stopping Tom Brady in the offenses that he runs in. So the point of emphasis for the Eagles going into this game must be getting after the quarterback. And I sincerely hope that the D coordinator over there in Philadelphia, despite the fact that they really have not gotten too crazy with their blitzing scheme so far this season, they again, they're 32nd in the league. They really don't send the blitz too often. They more so just rely on their front to get after them, four-man rushes, things like that. You know, it, they, the Philadelphia Eagles do have a pretty solid defensive front, but you need to get after Brady. So I cannot stress that enough. If they want to be successful in slowing down that offense and being able to keep pace with them and fending off that 33.4 points a game that they're putting up, you got to disrupt Brady, and you can only do that by bringing the pressure. And I just don't know if a four-man front is going to be able to do well against what the Buccaneers have on their offensive line, which is an absolute unit up there. Now, Let's talk a little bit about predictions, things I think are... Actually, before we get into that, sorry, excuse me, injuries. Just a real quick note so we know that this is going on. Injuries to note for you guys. We have 
Safety, Antoine Winfield, who is going to be out for the game. He is working through a concussion. He's going to be out. Linebacker Levante David, he's actually going to be out as well. Tight end Rob Gronkowski still dealing with his rib stuff. Multiple injuries at that, but the rib seems to be the big thing. Also, JPP is questionable. Jason Pierre-Paul, for those of you that don't know, he's dealing with a shoulder hand thing. The Buccaneers have some notable injuries. Again, stuff that the Philadelphia Eagles should look to take advantage of. You got a lot of guys on that defense that are going to be gone and missing. Levante David, a leader on that defense. JPP, a sack machine for that defense. Antoine Winfield, he I would consider him like the leader of that secondary. He's going to be out as well. They need to take advantage of this stuff. There's going to be some key mismatches. There's going to be some backups that are starting in positions. Hopefully the offensive coordinator scheming around that and trying to put the ball through the air in those places. There are a lot of secondary stuff and just like more on the backside. It seems to be the issue for the Buccaneers going into this one defensively. They need to take advantage of that. As for the Eagles, the only real thing that popped up to me, there are some questionable players, but the biggest one, uh, Lane Johnson, their tackle, he's going to be missing the game for a personal matter. So, you know, a, a defense that can get after the quarterback when they have the opportunity to in the Buccaneers uh, with Lane Johnson being out, that only hurts Philadelphia. Hopefully that doesn't affect things too much for their game plan, but offensive line taking a hit there for Philly. Now, for the predictions, what do I think? What is going to happen? Who's going to win out? Who's going to have some big games? For my predictions, we have the Bucks. I'm picking Godwin. I think he's going to have a big night. Two touchdowns. He's going to have a solid game, maybe close to 100 yards, but I'm thinking he gets two scores tonight. On top of that, Brady, I think he's thrown for 300-plus yards. I don't want to knock the Philadelphia defense because they have been having a pretty solid season. They've held their own against some pretty impressive passing attacks. But the way this Bucks unit is designed, if they get the ball rolling on the ground and things start to open up in that secondary, Brady has just been playing at an elite level. He's on pace, I think, right now for 6,000 passing yards with the 17th game added this season. I mean... they need a really good effort from that secondary if they want to slow this offense and keep, you know, the Buccaneers from being the first team to cross the 300-yard mark on them tonight. For the Eagles, um, they are the underdogs. I don't have super high hopes for them. I really hope things work out for them, though. I'm going to be taking... Uh, a guess at maybe one sack or less. I just don't know if they're going to be able to bring the pressure. They have not done it so far. They have not really been blitzing much. I'm worried that that's going to affect them defensively, and I'm worried that because of that, Brady is just going to have all day to throw behind that amazing offensive line they have there, throwing to all of his favorite targets, minus Rob Gronkowski. And then on top of that, I think that the offense, due to the struggles of the defense and just not having as much time with the football, are probably going to struggle. I don't think that they're going to cross the 300-yard mark tonight. That's my bold predictions. As for the actual game prediction itself, here is what I got for you guys. The final score of the game, I am taking Tampa Bay 30, the Eagles 16. So stamp Tampa Bay for the win on this one for me. Uh, For those of you that follow betting or anything like that, I am taking the under on this game. I have it. I would think the total score is 46. The over under the last I checked was like 52 and a half. Obviously, that may change once game time rolls around. But I do think just with the lack of offense that the Eagles are going to be able to produce, I think this one falls into the under here. But that is my predictions. Let me know in the comment section what you guys think. Who's going to win? What are some of your bold predictions? Am I missing something? What am I not seeing? What am I seeing? What do you agree with? Let me know. Again, like, comment, all that good stuff. Subscribe to the channel. I will catch you guys with another video. Enjoy the rest of your Thursday. Have a good football night. I will see you all 
at the latest Sunday for our game day preview. Have a good one, everybody.